This podcast replay is brought to you by Top Gun Indoor Range, where the ladies can find self-defense classes and basic pistol concealed weapons courses available in both English and Spanish classes. Easy to get to just off the turnpike. Go to TopGunIndoorRange.com. It's it's kind of funny how we have, and I get it, sensationalism sells. Um, it doesn't sell to be positive. It doesn't sell to look at things. You know, and and this is coming from a guy that pretty much I never looked at once that stuff is positive, or Cam Cameron, or Joe Philbin, or Adam Gase, or Brian Flores. I might have had some moments, but I quickly it quickly went awry for me for all those coaches, right? Some of them like Joe Philbin, and Dave once that I really didn't believe in them. Although Dave, I will say, I, I really pulled for Dave because he's a good dude, a really good dude. I told him once, for, I told him right to his face once, said, Coach, I actually pull for you because you're a good dude, man. I want you to win, but I'm sorry. The results aren't there, you know? So anyway, um, and I, I really think everything is the opposite of what a lot of people but again negativity sells and it's what you people eat up on average you people love negativity you feed off of it you want to watch people or listen to people that you hate or whatever it's just a it's like a weird dynamic in society and i you know people thought and still think some that oh my god it's salary cap hell for the dolphins and no it's not right and now I think people are seeing that there really isn't salary cap hell, right? Overall, it's going to get done. And you got like, again, let's create the negativity of giving to a contract instead of maybe looking at it like, well, wait a minute, wasn't he in the MVP conversation the last two years, you know, and other quarterbacks have accomplished less and they're getting big money too. So what's the difference? You know what I'm saying? And so you got all of that negativity, right? And then comes out, as I told you, I think you got a great front office. I think they'll find the talent. They'll have to, they have to find whether they got a trade, where they got a draft, undrafted, free agents, whatever it is. As they've done the last couple of years, they'll put a team together that a coach can definitely win with, like they did last year. So I don't think the cap's a problem this year. I don't think the two contracts are a problem this year. I don't think the front office is a problem this year. And then, as I told you, it's all there for you. And then the other stuff on the periphery is there. You got the number one spot from the NFLPA in facility and how you treat the players and the families and all that. Number one. That's awesome, right? And I talked about this a couple of days ago. I said it's awesome. But it's just a log in the fire because the fire only means something if you start winning because that's really – because look at Kansas City. They're the worst, and they've won three titles in the last five years because in the end, it's about Mahomes. It's about the players. It's about the coaches. You know, the facilities may suck. As I told you yesterday, for those of you that weren't listening, I'm going to put you in the Orange Bowl in the 80s to watch Marino and company, and then I'm going to put you – at Hard Rock Stadium, the better facility, much more comfortable, but you get to watch the Dolphins two, three years ago. Which one do you want? Do you want to sit in the better facility and watch the shitty team, 
Or do you want to go sit in the 80s in the shitty facility and watch the great team? You see what I'm saying? Facilities overrated. All that other stuff. It's nice to have, but you kind of need it with winning. Well, guess what happened also now for the Miami Dolphins? So you've got, I believe, no cap issues. You're more than manageable. I believe you'll get the contract done. I believe you got the front office to get it done. Right? Now you've been graded in the offseason as the number one franchise on how you treat your players and, and families and all that good stuff, right? Well, now they also, the NFLPA, graded the coaches. And Rams head coach Sean McVay was the league's best coach. He had the best winning percentage among active coaches and has been in the forefront of offensive play design since coming into the league. Now he can add high remarks from NFL players to his trophy shelf, which includes the Lombardi. The NFL players report card gave McVay an A for his efforts in 2023. This is the first year that the PA has included head coaches in their franchise evaluations. Feedback included 96% of the players feel Sean McVay is efficient with their time. And players feel that McVeigh is willing to listen in the locker room. Eighth overall. McVeigh's grade was one of the few bright spots for the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams placed 20th overall. The Rams ranked in the bottom of the 10 teams in the league, seven of the last 11 in criteria, although they ranked in the top 10 in strength coaches and team travel. And according to the NFLPA website, the survey was administered on August 25th through November 16th. 2023, a total of 1,706 players completed the survey. Answers were collected anonymously, and players evaluated the current workplace. McVay was graded as the fourth best among coaches. He and other coaches received an A. The coaches are receiving an A, Sean McDermott, Zach Taylor, Mike McCarthy, Nick Sirianni, Mike Tomlin, Kyle Shanahan, Pete Carroll, and Mike McDaniel. The coaches giving an A minus are Andy Reid, Kevin O'Connell, and Dan Campbell. So McDaniel getting an A plus. The facilities and the franchise getting an A plus plus because they're number one. The two-a contract will get done. You've got three minds in the front office that are badasses, and all three should be G their own GMs, okay? The cap is not the problem that you think. You have every ingredient to be successful next year. It's really all up to Mike McDaniel to put this thing together because he's the one that kind of is helping and hurting because he's got a lot of growing up to do. Okay. A lot of growing up to do. And I hope he does it because I'm a fan and I want him to succeed. I'm tired of watching coaches fail here. And I'm tired of watching coaches get fired and changing. And I, and I'm not saying that I'm a fan of his because I don't want him to change just for the sack of the sake of not changing. No, 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 no. I truly believe Mike McDaniel has more potential to be a good head coach than anybody we've had here since, since Don Shula. I truly believe that. But he has to get to that area where he's really understanding everything that he has to do. And maybe he has to bring more people in, like a game strategist, like Sean McVay is doing. 
That would be good. Maybe he is bringing one in and we he, he hasn't told us. Who knows? Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's a possibility. You never know. But I like all of this. And I get it. It doesn't sell to be positive, dude. And I am not the guy that is, you know, Mr. Homer all the time. If you've been watching me for 10, 20, 30 years, listening to me, whatever it is, obviously you haven't been watching for 10 years, only three max. Coming up four now, right? Um, but whatever. If you've been following, you know that I, I hammered the Dolphins constantly. I really feel the right football people are in place. Just got to figure it out now. Just got to figure it out. And I want to keep reminding you that all the ingredients are there to succeed. All of them. Okay? It's just negativity sells. You know what I mean? But I don't do it just to be negative. I'm going to be negative about something when it deserves to be negative. I don't need to create it to create clicks. I don't. I don't do that kind of shit. It doesn't matter to me. I don't need it. 